what's up, everybody? This is Jason. And I'm Joy. And this is the Fly Paper Podcast, a podcast designed for conversations that stick. Today, we are doing the year-end review. The year-end review. Gosh, the year went by so fast. Right. Like a whole 365 days ago, right? Crazy. <laughs> but no, for real. It was like it was like summer, and then it tripped up, and it was Christmas time. It's mm. like crazy. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to do with this episode is... Talk about the year that was, but maybe in a little different way. So we're not talking about pop culture stuff. We're not talking about what was the number one song. We're not doing any of that (laughs) stuff. Really, uh, what we're doing is one of our favorite things is we're going to ask some self-reflection questions. Mm -hmm. And we want you to do a reflection on your year, um, the year that was, and answer each of these questions for yourself. So get your smartphones out, get your pad and paper, something to jot this down because um, I want you to... Uh, answer the questions for us and please share your answers because we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have uh, fivepaperpodcast.com. Absolutely. And also even a YouTube channel where you'll see this and you'll see the yeah. questions that we'll have. So we want you to answer these questions for yourself mm-hmm. and we're going to answer ours right now. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? What you think? I mean, well, let me pull up my questions. Girl, pull up your questions. Let's I do mean, this. I think the people need to have the questions. Absolutely. The people need to have the questions. Of course, my computer's being weird. It's okay. So then, Technology. you know what? Go ahead. How about I'll you do the first question? I'll go first, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, when you look back on this year, where do you need to allow yourself grace? Ooh, where do I need to allow myself some grace? Um, I think definitely in um, how should how should I articulate this in the areas of, or the times that I get in a rut of just not be feeling successful. Mm. Um, and I think I need to allow myself more grace and allow more time for things to develop mm. um, because I think. Um, you know, I'm a millennial, right? I'm 29. And I think coming up, the expectation was, all right, graduate high school, four years, graduate college, maybe get a master's, career, 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 career yeah. possibly husband and family, you know, that sort yeah. of thing. And so that did not happen. Right. At all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so some stuff happened. Right, right, right. It just, you know, the timeline was crazy. Yeah. And yeah. so I think, so I think that's how I word that. It's like, I need to allow myself more grace and not trying to affix myself to this timeline that I created and not letting things develop and unfold as they should. That's on God's timeline. Right. Um, so I definitely need to allow myself more grace in that. I know? like that. I, what I'll say too on that is I think, um, the thing you realize and start to learn as you continue down the road is that um, sometimes the, the extra pressure and uh, that you put on yourself, you got to stop and ask yourself uh, sometimes, says who, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you say, well, I, I told myself that by the time I was going to be 24, I was going to be making this much money, yeah. I was going to have this, that, whatever, and I'll be like, okay, says who? Because what happens is we keep the same standard in our mind mm-hmm. even though there's been detours in the road. Right, right, right. right. So you might say, you know what, I said I was going to graduate in four years. Yeah, but after a year and a half, you say, you know what, I totally changed my major because I said this is not what I want to do Mm -hmm. with the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, it's going to take X amount of classes (laughs) to get to where you need to go. But we don't factor that. We get to 21. We say, I'm 22. I'm 23. I do. do And it's like. Literally do. (laughs) And it's like, look, look, look. You got to stop that because last time I checked, when you get your degree, it doesn't say how long it took you. No. It just says completion. It doesn't say... I'm I'm speaking to somebody right now. It does not say (laughs) how many times you took that course. Right. It doesn't say how many times that you had to just sign a roll and leave the classroom because the professor wasn't there. It does not say... Oh, man. 15-minute rule. You remember that? Listen. That's real. Listen. That is real. They didn't show up. I tell you, we were... And and just just as a short sidebar, there there was one class... There was one class. It was my it was one of my literature classes, like sophomore year. I could not stand 
Dr. Spring. Oh, hey, hey. Ooh, ooh, hey, hey. Ooh. Hold on, we can't Boy, name we no can't names. Name people. Hey, oh, God, hey. don't name them. But when I tell you everybody was ready, if we did not see her wig coming down that hallway. Why she got to have a wig? Because you got to talk about it. If we didn't see it, then we were ready. We were like, get the paper ready. Start the roll. I went to school with people from Memphis. Start the roll, man. You know, like we. <laughs> man. <laughs> man. <laughs> well, hustle and flow, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, but that's the thing I would say, um, just seriously. Yeah, you you we gotta find those places um, when it comes to that to yeah. allow yourself to be able to be on your journey and not beat yourself up for it, you know. And mm-hmm. and, and let me say this too because because you know some people say okay, phew. now there is a difference between not putting pressure on yourself and being complacent. True. Right. True. So what we're not saying is <laughs> to not be to not put pressure on yourself and then I can hang back and chill. Or I don't have to push after goals mm-hmm. or I don't have to go and pursue the thing that I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. That's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is you can't put unrealistic expectations on yourself that cause yourself to not be happy, to not be able to be fulfilled with who you are and your story. Right. Because it's your story. Right, right. And you have to embrace every part of it. And here's the good part of what I know. Mm. There's no period. There's no season of preparation and training that goes unwasted. Mm. And so as you walk through your journey, as you're continuing on your path, you have to be confident that, you know what? I don't understand why the road went this way. I don't understand mm-hmm. why there was a detour here. I don't understand why I failed this mm-hmm. <laughs> or why I had this obstacle or why it took me so long to get here. But what I know is at some point you're going to be able to look back down the road and be like, oh man, I see why I had to go through that. I see mm-hmm. what it developed in me. I see what I was able to accomplish uh, based on doing that. Mm-hmm. And so that's an okay thing. Yeah, I think that's an okay part for us to say, you know what? I didn't quite get it right, but that's cool. Mm. You know, I didn't quite do this the way it didn't look. It didn't go according to A, B, C, D, but I got there. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, To me, I I answered the question for myself. So where do I need to allow myself grace? Um, For me, I think uh, when it comes to mistakes, Hmm. I think when I make a mistake, um, so I, I, you know, I, I ask for forgiveness. I repent, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I think I still have a hard time moving past it and letting it go. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like if I did something and offended you and you said, hey, it's cool. It's no problem. Even though you say it's cool, even though I believe that it's cool with you, mm-hmm. I still have a hard time letting that go. You know, I think it's because, you know, people um, who are in a particular field of study, mm-hmm. if your brain is trained to think and dissect keep yeah. thinking that that could happen right. I, can, I can see that happening right. yeah. it's like even though okay forgiveness is cool I still got I, I'm still wrestling with it right because I don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, that, that, that is it and, and it's like um, I'm able to push forward and, and take the action and keep the steps mm-hmm. but I, I don't think uh, it takes a long time to really internally let that go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you might not ever know same situation you might not ever know that I'm still dealing with it mm-hmm. but in my mind I'm always like dang I can't believe I did that Yeah. or dang I can't believe and and it could be all good but mm-hmm. it's like I don't know it's it's almost like um, I have this striving for perfection type deal even oh, though yeah. I know I won't be perfect but then when I still fall short of being perfect I can't it's yeah. it's hard to continue down that path. That makes and so, sense. Uh, and so within that, that, that's that's our first question for y'all too. Um, where do you need to allow yourself more grace? What's the area where this year, may, maybe like joy, you found yourself uh, not being able to enjoy where you've been because you hadn't got to where you thought you should have been? Mm. Or maybe like me, you're still beating yourself up or something that happened in January. Mm. And here's the thing we're saying, look, you got to, at some point, be able to move past that. Allow yourself grace to say, you know what? I'm not perfect. I'm not, you know, there's things that are going to happen that w- w- wherever you find yourself on your journey, mm-hmm. give yourself the grace that's needed for those areas so that as we go into this new year, as you go to do what you feel um, is next on your list mm-hmm. or, or the thing that you feel compelled to go do, that you're not in a place um, of being stuck. Right. That you're not being in a place where you can't move on because you're still <coughs> holding on to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So. Social media, social media says they need to allow themselves more grace in the areas of saying no, mm. of um, of balancing parenthood and single 
Uh, okay, being single in parenthood. No. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. And need to allow themselves more grace. Um, again, another self-care, saying no, um, mm. ooh, being an availability. Oh, can I say that? Uh-huh. Um, uh, I used to date this uh, young lady, and her uncle told me one of the best pieces of advice that has mm-hmm. helped me many, many years later. Mm-hmm. He said, um, he said, one thing you're going to have to learn how to do is to say no. Mm-hmm. And, and he was talking in, rela- in regards to the relationship of being mm-hmm. a dad one day of being a husband and all that. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was one of the things that I just kind of sat on the shelf because I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't really understand the magnitude or even the wisdom of what he was telling me. But he said, you got to learn how to say no. And I get it now because... In trying to be, uh, it's easy to be a people pleaser. It is. And and and, that, and again, not just uh, in relationships, but in life. Mm-hmm. When you like, you know, oh, you want to help, you want to be whatever. And I think there's nothing wrong with being able to say no. Now, you, there's ways you can say no and not have to be nasty about it and all that, of course. But I think there's something to being able to... Um, What's the thing they say up in Congress or reclaiming my time? What's the whole thing? Yeah, yeah I'm recla- reclaiming my time. <laughs> right, right, right. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> I think there's something to be said to um, being able to be honest and just say, you know, eh, no, I'm, I don't want to do that or being straightforward. Because you know what happens sometimes? <clears throat> uh, people will find themselves not wanting to do something, but because they don't want to say no, they go all the way around the block to eventually have to say no anyway. Yes, or they get burned out quicker. Right, 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 doing that. And so it's one of those things that it's okay to be able to say, you know what, no, I'm good. No, I don't want to do that. It's very much okay. And, and, and again, and, and I say that from a standpoint, from a thing of uh, one of the things that Cindy and I learned this year was um, the power of self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, there were three instances this year, um, like two for me, well, one was for all of us, um, and then one for me and one for her, mm-hmm. that we had to take self-care time. Mm-hmm. One was back in uh, in March where we were like burning out mm-hmm. and we took a month off. We I told that. you remember that. I we told our folks, we said, Hey, we love y'all, but we we are we, we need we need some time to uh to really steal away mm-hmm. to just recharge, recover. And we um what we actually did was that went, went on a little hot wire or whatever, mm-hmm. bought, bought a hotel at Savannah for the weekend, and we just drove to Savannah. Mm-hmm. No agenda, no plans, just to get, get away it. because it was like we were just had been grinding and grinding. You know how some people say, like, oh, man, I've been grinding for a few months. We were grinding for a few years mm-hmm. and just needed time to just... And it's funny because even with that, we had taken vacations. We had done stuff and travel. Well, and it wasn't that it was work, but it wasn't, um, we would come off vacation and get right back in oh, and sometimes okay. going harder than we went before. So mm-hmm. like a case in point, um, so last summer, 2018, summer of 2018, um, because of where we are, we were like, you know, we were really pushing it to, to get in the community and do mm-hmm. whatever. So the summer is eight weeks long for, for school teachers, mm-hmm. right? Eight weeks long. Um, we had six mission teams that came into town. Um, one week was Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and the other week was um, where we went to um, Fourth of July. We went okay. to Hawaii, mm-hmm. which again is Hawaii, right? Right. Fantastic trip. Went to Hawaii. It was great. Um, but the week I remember that week from before Hawaii was uh, a team was in town. Mission team came in town and started with us. They left on Friday morning to go home. Mm-hmm. We, Saturday, caught a plane on our way to Hawaii, came back home, went to San Francisco and all this stuff, came back home the following Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think Monday, another team had came to town. Yeah, no. It was crazy. I mean, and it, it was Bookings. it was stupid crazy. Yeah, because stupid it, crazy. Because when you do stuff like that, it's like, you know, you're anticipating the work on the vacation. Right. So your brain really isn't resting. Right, right, right. It's, right. Like, it's like you're using that time to get away to prep for what you're about to do. That's so not a vacation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and, and I say that because um, even in my extreme example, there's people listening to us right now mm-hmm. who are in a place where they hadn't taken a break. And, and what I mean is even just a mental rest day, even just for you to say, you know what, uh, 
self-care is real. It is. <laughs> and it's something that what happens is in our push to get goals and our push, like in our situation, Cindy runs a school, we run a church, I still work a full-time job, crazy. all the stuff. I'm and getting a doctorate two, and we have two kids. It's like crazy, the right? age of 10. Yes. Like. <laughs> it's crazy. But within that, the thing that I learned was how to be able to put the proper balance and put the proper rest yeah. times in and to really go get it. And mm-hmm. so, um, and, and within that, one of the things that we did later in the year, which just was recently over the last month and a half was, um, I went on a spiritual retreat myself mm-hmm. over at, there's a, um, a convent place here, mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, let me call it a convent, not a convent, where a the monastery, uh, monastery thank you, uh-huh. convent of where the nuns are, that probably would not go over it's, well, it's right, not the same, <laughs> <Not> the same <laughs> thing, <laughs> went to a monastery, there's a monastery not too far from here. <laughs> Um, and they and what I learned was they it's, it's the uh, the art of silence or whatever. So it's a silent retreat that I went on. So uh-huh. I didn't talk to anybody. They have like where, an area where you can talk, but another area that's silent. So it's like the whole side where you get food and everything. It's like silent. It's like you having this long time with God and all that. Mm-hmm. But it was like when I tell you in that short window, the clarity. The, the amount of just being able and, and the room was just like a little room. It's a bed. It's a desk. It's a lamp. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. There's no, there's nothing else in the room, and it, and it was and it was great. Mm-hmm. And so and and so I, I just bring that up to say that um, some folks listening now that if you've had one of those years, you might need to schedule that. You might need to say, I need to find a way, even if it's just for a day or two. Yeah. Because mine was a uh, that one. It was basically like uh, almost I guess a day and a half. Like I went okay. one day and then I checked out. The following, like it was, so it's a twenty-four hours total, but really, you know, yeah. because of schedules, that's just kind of how it worked. But it was exactly what I needed. Yeah, and if you, I mean, if you can't get away to a monastery, you sure. can always delete the social media apps off your phone for a while. Yeah, don't well, just not check them because you're going to press the button out of habit. Right, delete the app off your phone for a little while. Yeah, or just and take just, just take that time and 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 don't uh, go somewhere where you don't have reception. <laughs> so and and I, and I will say to, to play the other side. So Cindy went on her, we called it a mom, momcation, mm-hmm. um, over the weekend, actually, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And what she did was, um, you know, I'm like uh, the Black Clark Howard, so I'm like the budget finding, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we went online, found a deal for a hotel in the city mm-hmm. um, where it's safe and all that. And she just went, I think she left Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. She came back Monday. And um, she just went. And, and, and then the funny part was, I think obviously we just only time I text was just like hey you got there okay mm-hmm. you know whatever I mean we got to find my iPhone so whatever but just those little things but other than that I said you go I got the kids we, I, you hey. just you need to go and just and, and, and what I found with mine and she said the same thing with her was the first part was just being able to go and sleep oh, yes. like really just being able to just have time to just just kind of sleep without yeah, yeah it, I mean that's, that's certainly important I feel oh, like wow. I'm still early in the game so yeah. I haven't gone yeah. on a momcation nah, yet nah, nah, nah. I'm still early in the game I haven't put in too much time yeah. just yet but, but, but even when you went on the, went to the wedding thing right then you get a chance to you know, the wedding or something you had a chance to go to, go away well yeah I mean I've been, I've been away but yeah. every time I've been away it was for a purpose like it wasn't uh, for rest right, right, so right, right. like if I'm in a if I'm well the wedding was here oh okay gotcha, gotcha gotcha it was still a wedding like I'm doing stuff you know yeah. I went to homecoming okay. but I was serving on the alumni board uh, right, so right, it's right, like right. I haven't been away for leisure yes. Yeah, it just per- for the purpose of just rejuvenation right. and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, because you know she's still in the in the time where like if we want to lay down and watch a movie, she can still lay down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. I, I you know I'm not I'm not all the way in the game just yet. You right. know? And it's still a lot though. It's still it's still a lot. So mm-hmm. all right. So what's the what's the next question, Joy? So what three lessons have I learned so far this year? Please, if you're you know tuning in on social media or anywhere, just let us know what three lessons you've learned. Um, in the past year. So three, um, I think one of them would becoming a new mom. So my, my daughter was born in July, 2018. So she turned one this past year. I think mm, one of the lessons I learned is, um, you know, there's a whole new awareness that comes into being a parent that you didn't really know was there. Um, but I feel like I have a, now a sixth sense and um and that that sense is a real big sensitivity to like you know there's things in the world that you have to just pay more attention to um and i won't say that i'm becoming like my mom or my parents and becoming such a worry wart 
right? I'm not. It's not that I've worked worked with kids for a long time, mm-hmm. but it's just that there's so much more that I now have to be in tune to. My awareness has been so multiplied. Um, and like the lesson in that is there's always something for you to see, always something for you to hear, always something for um, you to speak. And in, in, in everything, there's always something, um, you know, negative that can happen with that. And so always something positive. But like the goal is to always hear, you know, you don't always hear positive things, but the goal is to always hear something positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and the goal is always to speak something positive and the always, you know, the goal is to always seek or see something positive. Um, cause you know, it, it, becoming a parent is scary in the yeah. world oh, man, with man. all the, um, uncertainty and just everything. all the uncertainty everything. with you. And then don't even get me started on like the outside world and all right. the craziness and right, crazy right, people right. that are out there. Right. Um, and so you kind of still, you gotta have faith that, the purpose that's on your life and on your kid's life and whoever else's life is going to eventually outshine all that icky. Um, another lesson is, um, I guess this kind of goes hand in hand with saying no. Mm-hmm. It's like, be confident in what you have to say when it comes to your kid. Like, I never... W- okay, so I'm not allowed to go back into a certain part of the city. Now, when I say I'm not allowed, I'm not saying that my picture is up on the board and it's like, watch out for this crazy lady. Like, no, I'm I'm allowed to go back in there, but I'm not allowed to go back in there. Like, I won't let myself go back in there. She let me tell you this 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 woman. No names. No, I don't know her name. Okay, I don't know her name. I know she worked at that one party city. This was when Ava was still small and Mm -hmm. still in in the little carrier. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. She was, she had to be like five months. Okay. Okay. Chilling, sleeping in the little, in the bassinet stroller thing. This lady reeked of, of cigarettes. Like, okay. And I was asking her something about a balloon. I said, can I have the orb? She didn't know what an orb was. Okay. And I'm like, it's literally on your list here to, to buy. And she's like, oh, let me see the baby. Mm-hmm. And she's just walking over there. And like the shade is up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she tries to like peek in and touch her. When I tell you I yanked that stroller back so quick. It would have been all right if the lady didn't lose her balance and like knock over a display and then like display fell on top of her when she fell. Joy, I'm unapologetic. <laughs> That's the lesson I learned. You can be unapologetic if you have to put like like Mama Bear is real. Roar. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, I'm man. like no, but seriously, I think there's a lesson in that, especially like with I I, I work with a lot of young people, mm-hmm. and so I hear girls all the time say sorry for no reason. It's right. like what are you apologizing for? Yeah, and you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do, like you didn't do anything wrong. It's right. something conditional, and I'm not I'm not saying that guys don't do it too. No, 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 think, that's that's good though. Yeah, that's, that's but real. like yeah. I don't have to apologize. You shouldn't have tried to touch my child. You don't yeah. know me. It's yeah. an infant. You did not wash your hands. Right. You probably just had a smoke break, Marlboro Camel, oh. Newports, Virginia Slim, right, right, all right. of it. And you, I'm just trying to make sure my kid doesn't get cancer. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm like, it's real. It's, no. Oh man. So ooh, ooh, the lesson I? is, God gave you that conscience for a reason. Use okay, it. use it. So let me say, uh, it's funny because um, Cindy's more the germaphobe between mm. us, and um, I remember when um, Aubrey, especially when she was little, mm-hmm. um, and so Cindy would have that look. Now she's the one that would be horrified, but won't say it or doesn't know how to react because it's like mm-hmm. it's happening in slow motion whereas <laughs> I'm the bad cop uh, I, I'm already I'm proactive so I'm already before you even look before you reach your arm I'm like you know we ain't touching the baby hands right, right? right you know right. I already got I carry hand sanitizer with me like you right. know and yeah whatever but I'm even like but why you touching my baby hands because that's the one thing like People try to get the baby to grab their hands, and I'm yeah, like, like, "You've been no. all over. right, 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 right." So, so I'm, I'm right there with you, 100. No, so, percent that, That's, that's good. I'm not allowed to go back into the party city. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sorry. So, no, I'm not. I should see, see, see. No, I'm not sorry. You should have tried to touch my kids. Stop touching babies that aren't yours. But I think, yeah, my third, my third and final lesson is, um, just learn to. There's a quote from somewhere. I don't remember who said it. But it's it's a quote that says I'm still learning to like the parts of myself that people don't applaud. 
Mm. And um, yeah, and I'm just. I think the lesson the lesson that it, that sometimes needs to be repeated is imperfection is relatable. Mm. Imperfection is relatable, yeah, and um, in order for us to live, we gotta relate. Yes. Um, and so you know, don't be so ashamed of all of your imperfections that you miss out on you know living and enjoying life that you you know. Um, That's good. So yeah, so just you know, be be comfortable in in, in really who you are. So for me, um, when I think about that question, what three lessons have I learned so far this year? Mm-hmm. Um, the first one for me is to trust the process. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I think if I'm honest, that's the thing. Now, based on how the year ended off, mm-hmm. um, I felt like we spent. Um, if I'm just looking at this year, we spent probably 11 of those months feeling in limbo, mm. feeling on just an area of uncertainty, trying to hear an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of a sudden, it seemed like when the time came, everything lined up like boop, 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 mm-hmm. boop. Like, it, like somebody had already planned it, <laughs> Right. if you follow me. Like somebody had already planned it to work out that way. But as we went through the journey, it was hard sometimes to trust the process because although I did what I felt like I knew to do, it it felt like I was just kind of, we were just on this journey uh, in the middle of nowhere. You know what I think about? So you know how like your GPS sometimes, say if you're driving, uh, going somewhere and you're going to be on like a highway, like 85 for like the next 20 miles, Right. Right. So when you're driving, when you first get on, it says, okay, you're going to ride this for 20 miles. Mm -hmm. But then the little lady stops talking to you, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Waze is not saying anything to you. And you're looking and it says 20 miles. But I think sometimes you just want the reassurance of her saying, keep going, you're on the right path. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. Like, even though I, I knew clearly and it was confirmed that this is the way we're supposed to be going. I just wanted wanted somebody to say you wanted oh, okay. in ten miles you get to where you're gonna go, mm-hmm. but instead it was just go. Pastor, that's good. <laughs> and we go. Pastor, that's good. <laughs> that's a sermon right there. And so that that's the first thing I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second one is I think this year in the midst of that, so it kind of they kind of build off each other. In the midst of that whole deal, I learned to smell the roses. Hmm. Meaning, I learned to really. Enjoy the little moments. Enjoy the season that I was in in those moments as I went through the year. Mm-hmm. Like in the midst of uh, times where Cindy and I felt like, oh my gosh, this is just, there's like, we just wish the ground was a little shaky for like a month. <laughs> it just felt yeah. like, you know, like it, like a stable. Like it was just like in the midst of all of that, we just had some really bomb memories with the kids mm-hmm. and were really able to just enjoy the little moments, the little day in, day out, mm-hmm. uh, miracles, blessings of life to be oh, able yeah. to have those moments and just say, okay, in spite of not being here, I'm still cool with, we went and had ices today. Yeah. And, that, and, and I think also the other thing about kids is how they just have this joy uh, no pun intended. No. But they just have this 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 exuberance about them that's contagious, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't want to miss those moments to make memories as you're waiting for the next thing to come. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I think we get caught up in that as as we're waiting for what's to come, we could miss what's now and what's happening yeah. and what's good. So yeah. I think that was the other thing. And my third one is um, the thing that I learned, which I think I feel like I say this all the time, but. <coughs> You got to take the leap, man. Um, I look at so many different areas where I took a leap and I was like, man, I don't know. Like, and this, mm-hmm. So this this one, I can give you one that's very transparent. And then there might be some people who know who look, who are in this with me. So I'm, I'm in this doctoral program. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it's a weird thing because, you know, you, you get in the program, you read these books, you're, you're doing the whole process. Uh-huh. And even though I've done OK, you're like, you know, the great stuff are good. Mm-hmm. Um as I'm starting, you know, each part is helping you get towards this dissertation or whatever. And I'm right. just in my first year or finishing my first year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as I turned in like this proposal and uh, it was like uh, out of a score of 25, I got 24 out of 25. Mm-hmm. There was still something for me to be like, dang, like I can actually operate on this level. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Of like, well, I can actually do that. 
But then I look at other areas where I was able to just go like, uh, uh, hello, we're doing a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. We, we took the leap. And it's cool. What, what's cool is you guys are sitting here listening to it, listening to us talk. Um, and so there's areas that I look at our, at my life during this year where I took the leap. And that's the thing I would say. Um, the lesson was you got to take the leap, mm-hmm. not to be afraid to go for it, not to be afraid to take it. Not to sit there and say, yeah, but the conditions aren't right, or what about this? There's always going to be a reason for you to hesitate, but when right. you feel the peace to go, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like that. That's another sermon. There was that like is, two other sermons. I'm going to be a type of notes. Type of like, notes. <laughs> that's good. So, okay, here's the next question. <laughs> next question is this. Mm-hmm. Going into next year, this new year that's coming up, All right. what new habits would you like to cultivate? All right, so social media says being more uh, financially responsible. Oh, that's good. Um, being more adamant about self-care. Um, <laughs> a lot of things about finances. Everybody a lot that. of things about finances. <laughs> um, new habits and praying more. Mm, that's good. Um, being involved more, I guess. Maybe they, serving like that, like kind of like yeah, community service or something. Maybe, or, yeah. or just being involved in, I guess, maybe the community around. Because a lot of maybe, us yeah, are house, I, house yeah. potatoes. House, yeah, house yeah, yeah, maybe just going out, getting maybe, outside the yeah, house. Yeah, maybe going yeah, out. Oh, get married. Okay. That's yeah. a new habit. I, I'm about to say habit. Is this, it's habitual. Mar- uh, <laughs> I'm getting married again. It's new okay. Habit. Well, yeah. I mean, well, maybe I guess that's a goal or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so, so for you, when you look at this upcoming year, what's what's one? I know there might be more than one, but give me what's one habit that you want to cultivate this year. Uh, well, I do. I think I'm on the same um, train of thought as people. You know, just um, I guess I would I would consider myself financially responsible. I just think I want to be on the end where now I am strategically building more wealth, mm. you know, increasing network. That's good. And not network, net worth. Yeah, <laughs> net worth. And, and, and here's, here's the cool thing about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say is we live at a time where the information, if there's something you want to do, you can go and get mm-hmm. ready information that's readily available is what I was trying to say. Readily available for you mm-hmm. to be able to, from where you are now, walk towards that goal and get there. Absolutely. And, and and I think the thing that we have to be careful of is, and I know we'll talk about this in the upcoming episode, <laughs> but uh, the challenge sometimes is that we have a goal, but we don't necessarily do what we need to do to make sure that we're navigating the path to get there. Yeah. And so yeah. we set the goal, but don't make sure we, we find a way to walk down that path. And so next year we'll have the same goal. Like, man, I wish I could do this because... That I think the the key to what we're saying here is the idea of that word habit, mm. right? Because a habit is basically something that means that you've had a repeated action uh, over and over again yeah. until that becomes a habit, mm-hmm. right? And so if you have, so if you again, if you say I'm a saver, that means that I have started to save Saving. money and save money mm-hmm. and save money. After a while, that is just a habit I have, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a giver, I. Given, I'm given, and then I've gotten to a point that's that's just a habit I have because of the action that I've taken, mm-hmm. and so then that becomes the question. If you say this is a habit I want to cultivate, okay, what are the actions you're going to take to get to there? To do it, yeah. You know? And then really, if you want to take a step back, you say, what's the action you're going to take? I will go further back and say, okay, then what decisions do you need to make to get to that action to get to that habit? Yeah. And if you want to go back a little bit further, then it says, okay, then what are the thoughts that are now being cultivated? That are going to help you to get there. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't think any differently, then, then you're not going to act yeah. any differently. You're going to do the same yep. behavior. Yep, 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 yep. And yeah. so um, I think that's where that's where it starts is to really go backwards from there. I think that's good. Yeah, the only other habit I think I well not I won't say the only other habit, yeah. but another one I think um, being a visionary. I get a lot of ideas. I have journals. I journal. I'm a journaler. Yeah. Anytime I get an idea, I write it down somewhere in my phone, yeah. in my notes, in my journal somewhere. Okay. I. You know, I, I've been sitting on, on a lot of these ideas mm. and um, I think it's going to I'm going to have to bust out the archives and see which ones was not just supposed to stay an idea in my journal. Right. You know, um, and then like tagging on to that. I want to I want to write more regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of thought, a lot of ideas, a lot of experiences that and a lot of people say. how it really gets out. Yeah, and I, I just have to write more and um, write and publish more. Yeah, here's the suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, what would it look like if um, every night 
you took, so I'm going to say Ava goes to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you took, uh, look, I'm assuming she goes to bed, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but if you took um, 30 minutes to an hour each night. Right. Mm-hmm. And just say, look, and, and even set your timer. Say, just before I, before I do, before I turn just the TV right or anything, let me just do, again, even if it's 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Because I know some days you may be like, hey, but just, that's the thing. If you just did 30 minutes a night uh, and just say, hey, I'm just going to set aside this time. I'm just going to carve out and just sit. And Let's whatever comes, I'm going to write. If there's something, because what I found, and, th- and this is even how we got to here, right? Mm-hmm. What I found is, in the same way, if you look at my phone, I got all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And what I found was, what happened was when I finally said, okay, instead of thinking about, because I would organize and say in my head, okay, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. But then, oh man, the game's on. So, <laughs> and then next thing I know, I'm sleepy, and then I go to bed, and then I don't do Wake it. Up and and so, what I found is, if I sit and say, okay, let me just start right now. Let me just take this little bit of time to do this one part. Now, I ain't going to do all 10 parts, right? Mm-hmm. If I just do this one part today, then tomorrow I'll do this next part, then I do this part. So, by the end of the week, I have moved forward. Man, you have a yeah. chapter. Yeah, yeah. I, I moved yeah. forward. And, and again... And, and the thing about it is, uh, we talked about beating yourself up and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other part is, okay, some days that 30 minutes is going to be like, you know what, I'm going to stretch this to an hour and a half. Some days the 30 minutes is going to be a struggle. Right. And it's only a page. It's only a paragraph. And that's fine. But what counts is But the, the fact that you're cons- yeah, cons- yeah. continuing to go, continuing to push, and hold yourself to that time. And, and here's the last thing I say on that is you have to um, find accountability partners. Man, I got two of them. Well, I got more than two, honestly. But but, but it's two main ones that's in my... When I right. tell you, so, so have need, we done this? Right. That's, hmm. that's what you need. You need those people. Cause so, so you How's need to say... How's that going? If, and then what you do is if you commit to a time, because don't just say I'm going to do it today. Mm-hmm. Because what happened is if you miss it in the morning, you'll say, oh, I'm going to do it at night. And you do it at night. Yeah. So <laughs> that's just how we roll. So what you got to do is to say, okay, you know what? This is a realistic time that I think I can do it, whether it's morning or night, and then have them people hold you up um, to doing it. Mm-hmm. Hold you to it. So, so say, hey, um, okay, every day I need you to call me at this time or text me to say, hey, are you writing? Mm-hmm. And you know the ones who are going to do it and get on your nerves and you're not going to want to see it, but you need to have that. You need it. That's what we need. You need it. That's what we need. Um, in the same way, so for me, one of mine actually started, but it's kind of new. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it's exercise. I'm getting a little bit of a preacher's stomach. <laughs> preacher's stomach? I know some preachers with, with okay. you but, know. But, but you understand what I'm saying. I, <laughs> uh, right. So for me, getting into the regular, back to my regular routine of exercise. Uh-huh. I know you was going to go. I had to, had to bring it back because I know, I know. <laughs> so within that, one of the things I started was, um, I got a road bike, um, and I started Ooh. riding on the Silver Comet Trail. Um, and I was doing, oh, so I tell you, so here's my story. So I went out there the first time because we, we had, I had, um, I was like, oh, I, I think we rented bikes and went riding. And I was like, oh, this is dope. I hadn't ridden in a long time. And again, all them sports for all them years, my knees, I can't take the, the pounding from running. Did you right? fall off the bike? No, I ain't fall off the bike. Oh, okay. I, ain't fall off the bike. I was supposed to say, where's this going? But <laughs> what I did was, so I, I liked it. I ended up finding somebody's bike on um, Facebook Marketplace and got a nice oh, yeah. bike or whatever. Mm-hmm. I go out there the first day and she was like, oh, yeah, just go for it. I got the girls. You're cool. Cool. At the church. So I know I park my car, get on the bike, and I start going. And they have little markers, like like half uh-huh. a mile, you know, quarter of a mile, all the way down. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, I'm just going to go. But in my head, I'm always thinking, however far I go, I'm going to have to go that same amount back, right? right. So I'm like, okay, five miles, eight miles. I end up going 10 miles. Look at you! Right. So then I had to come back, right? <laughs> and so I was like, ooh, it's getting a little... Now, again, it's flat. Let me say, it's not hilly. It's like okay, flat, it's flat and it's paved. Uh-huh. So it's dope. So it's really just like almost, I mean, it's slight incline, but not even much. Not so much he's like, you're riding straight. So I was doing good. Mm-hmm. My, my pop, my dad called me. I had him on a little, my little headset. And I'm just talking and just pedaling. So I'm not thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going. I'm getting there. I was 0.6 from the parking lot because mm-hmm. I saw the sign. And I got Charlie horses in both sides <laughs> of my legs, both legs at the same time. And what happened was, so I pulled to the side and I stood up. But when I, you know, when you're sitting, so when you stand, it locks even further. So I couldn't even bend it to take it off the bike. I'm just sitting there like, I, I mean, real tears. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, there was an older guy who had a robot. He's like, you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, no. <laughs> what do you do? So I was like, I'm good. So I sat down. But, but, I, look, I had a ram in the bush. Uh, 
So I had my little bag and I carried a banana with me. Mm, yeah, man. banana and mustard. So I, I bit the banana, ate it like, and man, when I tell you, like the muscle just, it was like somebody just stabbed me in my legs with the thing. Like it was, it was like amazing. Um, so yeah, that that happened, uh, <laughs> and I made it back to my car. I'm glad you made it back. I made I'm it back to my here. car. I made it back to my car. But then after that, um, I started consistently about two or three times a week doing about 15 miles. Like that's every good. day, just going, that's and so good. it's been. I'm on my little journey. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm really, on my little journey. Yeah, it's been I good. mean, I think fitness is always the go-to because everybody wants to get so serious about yeah. fitness. What you gotta you gotta start. One of um one of the guys I went to um undergrad with at uh, the Tennessee State University. He started T something. Is for Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. he started something called Sweaty Step September. Okay, and I thought it was so cool because you know everyone starts the health kick in the new year. Ah, that's true. And really, you know, when you start before, if you're wanting to get healthier in the new year, now your body has going. built up this yeah, endurance. That's good, and you can keep going. Mm -hmm. um, and so I really think. Um, I've completely forgot where I was going with this, but just you know, just about the fitness thing. Again, having the health, having the, the plan, actually going and doing. Yeah, it. having the plan and sticking to it and letting it build and yeah. you know and shape to what you're doing because really the best thing to do sometimes is to just do it, just yeah. Nike. Yes, you know, right. Well, and, and here's the thing I'll say that I learned from this as far as why this was a new habit was finding a way that you enjoy doing it. Yeah, because yeah. for me, so Sydney loves to run. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me, all them years of sports, I'll run if there's a ball involved. You know, like yeah. basketball or soccer or so something. But just, I've never just liked to just go run. I did yeah. it out of necessity. But I never yeah. just liked running. Whereas for her, it is, like, peaceful. Like, she could just zone out and really think and all that clears her head. Mm -hmm. Nah, no, it's just not, you know, that, that's, that's all Decatur. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, just, that's just not the thing. But... For me, what I found was in riding this bike, what I loved about it was for me, I didn't have my knees weren't aching the next day, you know, oh, my, yeah. my, my back and all that from the pound. Yeah, of the I pavement. mean, you, you certainly have to do what, right. you know, what works for you because me, I, I dance a lot. Oh, so you do. That's I right. go to I go to dance class. I go to, I um, you know, do West African dance with Giwaya Mata. Shout out to y'all. Um, and that's like, whoo. That's that's intense. It, which would in touch with your roots, right? And whatnot. And then you know, I dance with uh, Abundance Dance Company. So major shout out to Abundance and Danielle and Jasmine and everybody else that we dance with in the company. And so that's you know, dancing requires a whole lot. So yeah, I mean, however you, I mean, get it how you how you get it. Okay. You know, well, fitness is fitness. Okay. So you know. So so, so speaking of that, I want to transition to. Our, our last couple ones, right? Mm -hmm. So, so first, I want to ask you this: You look back over this year. Uh, what was the best book, article, blog, or the sort uh, that you read this year? Uh, give, give me some, or give the people, give us something that you said, man, I read this this year that was worth sharing. And and while you think about it, I, I'll, I'll I'll go first because okay. I can always put you on the spot. Okay, <laughs> and you be throwing me the elbow, so I'll go first. For me. Um, I read this book this this year that I shared with you guys mm -hmm. uh, by Renita Williams called yeah. um, What Matters Most. Mm -hmm. It was uh, 10 Ways to Live Your Most Passionate Life or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. it's called What Matters Most, and I forgot what the subtitle is, but by Dr. Renita Williams. And it is a fantastic read. I love the fact that of each chapter there's follow-up questions for a deeper thought, self-exploration, and she covers these 10 areas. But um, I, that was something that was unexpected because it is written initially written towards or for women mm -hmm. um, I would say and it was almost like being privileged to a conversation mm -hmm. but I thought it was so fantastic that um, the women at our church actually y'all went through the book as well mm -hmm. and so for me that was one that I would say oh man it was definitely uh, I guess for our for where my journey was even though I'm not a, a woman in the book uh -huh. um, it was a great companion piece this year for me with where I've been and mm -hmm. what I went through yeah, um, I think. Oh, I think of two books. Okay. Um, the first is a biography. Um, I've been working with um, Atlanta Ballet's Ailey Camp for a long time, and of course, you know it's um, part of Mr. Alvin Ailey's vision to you know to give dance back to the people. So I've been reading his biography, um, Alvin Ailey: A Life in Dance, by Jennifer Dunning. It is one of the best biographies I've ever read in my entire life. Wow. It is amazing. Um, and then something else that was uh, given to me a little bit closer toward the end of the year um, 
Another another TSU Tiger, the Reverend Doctor Gerald Durley. Um, gosh, that that guy's amazing. Um, he is on the forefront of doing a lot of stuff when it comes to climate change mm -hmm. and the church, oh. specifically the Black Church as a social justice platform. Okay. And that is something that's completely foreign to me. Sure. I've never thought about climate change and social justice being in the same sentence. Right. Um, but he, uh, I asked him for like a syllabus of reading list, and he gave me um, this book by Jim Antle. Ant Antle. Um, it's Climate uh, Church, Climate World, How People of Faith Must Work for Change. Um, and it just kind of talks about how, you know, there's a common thread between climate change and social justice and the church and faith and um, different doctrines and, and, and all of that. Um, and it's a very, it's a very interesting read. Mm. Um, and I'm finishing it up now. So I recommend that to anybody who's never even, you know, dove into the life of dance or yeah. whoever even had, knows nothing about climate change or anything. That's great. Um, I, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. So I'll say for both of them, um, share us, what, what was yours? What, what was the book you read? What was the article uh, what was the link? What was the blog that you said? Hey, man, this 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 for me stood out this year. and It's worth sharing. Um, go to our social media and post it down below at the bottom of in the comment section because we want to know. We want to read. We want to share. We want to grow. And, and let's make this a community affair. And remember, sharing is caring, man. Sharing Come on, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. So, what about got, you? What'd you read? Uh, I did mine. Mine was oh, uh, Renita Williams. Yeah, right. Yeah, Williams. yeah. So, so here we go. Here we go. Um, what are you? Letting go of from 2019 that you will not let go with you in 2020. Self-doubt. Mm. Self-doubt. I am not picking it back up. Um, drop it. Don't pick it back up. Self-doubt is so dangerous. Mm. It's so, so very dangerous. And I, I, I tell my students all the time, you got a good brain. You got good potential. You don't know what's going to happen. Just do it. Okay, so I probably need to be telling the same thing to myself. That's good. Like, don't, don't, don't sleep on your ideas. Just do it. See what happens. If it fails, so what? If Popeyes can can sell uh, sandwiches, run out in two hours and say, "Look here, we got the chicken. You bring the bread. We will sell you the chicken patty, but you got to bring your own two slices of giant Wonder Bread or however whatever brand of bread Wonder you bread. like." I heard that. Right, one bread. Okay, if if Popeyes can say, "Look, we ain't got it all together, but I'll meet you halfway." Okay, if 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 um, tons of companies have done that, yeah. like they just launched something, it didn't work, and yeah. they're still like, "Okay, yeah, but we'll still do this." Right? Uh, yeah. If companies on these major global scales can do that, why can't I? No. If you know, um, there's so many stories about so many. So many incredibly successful people like failing all the time and just coming out to this wonderful stuff. So, I mean, it's just I guess it goes hand in hand. Uh, this not picking up self-doubt It's just just not being afraid of failure anymore. Just hey, just do it. Just try it. See what happens. I think that's good. Yeah. I like that. Letting go of self-doubt in 2019 and like letting it go with you to 2020. Mm -hmm. I think for me, the thing I'm going to let go of is this notion of being stuck. I think, um, yes, what I realized, uh, and this is kind of what I alluded to earlier, I realized that in my mind, the whole time I thought I was stuck because I was going through the same routine. What I didn't realize is I was preparing to go to the next level. Mm, mm -hmm. And so with each step, even though I felt like I was in the same season, I didn't recognize that season's end. Oh, yeah. And I didn't yeah. recognize that each step, each day was a day closer to the next chapter. And so for those of you who are listening right now and you feel like, man, I'm stuck, man, I'm in the same routine. I just want to remind you, this is something I used to tell my wife all the time. Um, when we were, we were having issues getting pregnant and we were just believing for, um, uh, for a guy to come through. The thing I used to tell everybody, I say, Hey, every day is another day close to us being pregnant to us, or, or to us having children. I say, you know, yeah. at the time I said, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna have to adopt. I don't know if we're gonna have to in vitro. I don't know what this. Is. I don't know if we're gonna do that. But I said, but I believe every day is another day closer to us getting there, mm -hmm. and, and I firmly believe that. And so I want to say that as an encouragement to you that every day that passes is another day closer mm -hmm. to you getting to where you're trying to go. And so hang in there. And if you're feeling stuck, you're not stuck. You're in process. In process. You won't lie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs> All right. And so with that. Um, 
I think I think that's it's time. The year huh? review. Yeah. Two thousand nineteen. It's over. Child, that's been a lot. It's been a lot. <coughs> We're going to twenty twenty, so I guess that means vision. Twenty twenty. Right? Did you do that challenge where it's like you know, let's see how you glowed up over a decade? Oh. The picture of you in like oh, twenty yeah. ten versus twenty twenty. Yeah, nah. My lord. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's some things have changed. <laughs> I mean, <coughs> you would see me. Uh, ooh, that was what sophomore year, uh, undergrad. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my. That would so so for us, Aubrey is nine. She'll be ten next year. So that was the last year before kids versus <laughs> you know uh-huh. versus we all in it now. So uh, <laughs> oh man, some things have changed. Mm. And so uh, as we wrap up, we just want to say as always, thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Yeah. Um, the questions are all going to be posted on our social, and we Absolutely. want your answers. We want to hear what you think. We want to hear. Um, uh, where do you need to allow yourself grace? What three lessons did you learn so far? Mm-hmm. What new what new habits do you want to cultivate? What did you read? Yes, what did you read? And also, what are you letting go of that you're not taking with you into the new year? Absolutely. We hope you have just an amazing new year. Absolutely. Um, we hope that this year is full of just promise, um, just grace. That and you just, vision. Uh, 2020 yes, vision. 2020 vision. Oh, that's a word. Go. Yes. So that you, this year you experience um, things that you hadn't yet. And that it's going to be uh, that good things are coming, man. We're we're excited about um, what's to come, and we walk with hope. Yeah. And so enjoy it. Um, and as always, if you enjoy this podcast, Joy, what should they do? I think I think they should follow us. Oh yes. I think they should. Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. Twitter. We have an email. You can send us an email. You can. Send us on YouTube. Subscribe. Yes. Click the bell to make sure you get notifications of when we upload something new. Yes. Um, hey, if you got any ideas for, you know, season two coming up, oh, season two. Right. They could tell us. Yes. Yeah. And, and if you didn't like this, um, just keep it to yourself. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> so thanks so much, guys. Happy New Year. Talk to you soon.